I'm Maddie. And I'm Holly. And welcome to the Single Struggle Podcast. We're going to be talking all things single, so stay tuned. Welcome back to episode two of the Single Struggle Podcast. Yeah. We've got Malachi today as our guest. Howdy. Howdy. <laughs> um, so, starting off, dates this week. Maddie, do you want to kick it off? Okay. So, no dates this week. Um, yeah, no dates this week, but I have been scrolling through my hinge. Yeah. Not really matching, just looking at humans. Having a look. And then outside. having a look. Bit of a neat marketplace, <laughs> that really, isn't it? <laughs> and then I've been looking at like the pickup lines, people. So, you know how you can see who likes you? Mm-hmm. But you. So, I've just been scrolling through and looking at the pickup lines that people have given me and I've been thinking like what is the best pickup line on Hinge like what (laughs) so you don't know where this is going basically I went down a rabbit hole and I was thinking what pickup lines are the best for me or like for I don't know just like to ask people how to yeah Yeah. how to like start off a conversation because we were kind of talking about this last episode and we were just basically Mm -hmm. saying like how do we get a date from Hinge like how can we actually start the conversations with people so then I was going down a rabbit hole and I was like let me ask chat GBT oh you're bringing the AI <laughs> in now so we're, bringing, so we're bringing in the AI so then I asked it oh it's up already so I asked it but I think I asked the wrong question <laughs> <laughs> so I asked best pickup lines for a 22 year old black girl who's vegetarian, oh. who is a socialist, who has a septum piercing, who enjoys going to the gym, who enjoys watching cartoons. Now, you I gave ChatGBT a lot to work with. So I thought, <laughs> if I was wildly specific, then it would, but I think I asked the wrong questions because I wanted the best lines for me to ask other people, but obviously he was trying to give me lines oh, for me. Oh. But then it told me off, and it was like... For you boys that are out there, chat GBT, get on it. <laughs> it told me off. It was like, as an AI language model, we cannot encourage the use of pickup lines that, that subjectify or stereotype individuals based on race, beliefs, or appearance. So it's going to give you any. For the on that one. <laughs> and then it was like... Um, to approach it is important to approach individuals um, with respect and genuine interest rather than reducing them to, to a list of attributes instead of relying on generic pickup lines you could try striking up a conversation by asking her about her interests such as her favourite cartoons or vegetarian dishes and now I feel like oh, that's quite cute actually maybe it should it be, it... your, be your next partner <laughs> and then you could also share your own interests remember the best connections are built on genuine conversations and shared interests not pickup lines oh, and i just thought i would share that with you guys so awesome. that was really wholesome so yeah so unfortunately no pickup lines yet what pickup lines were you getting on hinge bad ones i think i got i like your face is that even a pickup line? It's not really. It's just One a of my. Um, I like your face. It's a pretty poor compliment, though, isn't it? It doesn't really lead anywhere. Hi, pretty. I like your face. <laughs> <laughs> Date me. 
fucking hell. Then um, someone just said right Monday, but I can't see what they've said. Right so Monday. One of my one of my hints or what's it called? Prompts. Prompts is like, um, tell me where and when we're going because I I'm bad at making yeah. decisions. And they've just said right Monday and then something something else. Oh. My prompts and my hints are just fucking stupid. I've got a social cause I care about, awareness for the third nipple community. Because oh, <laughs> I've got no. a lot of third nipple. <laughs> and I get a lot of responses to that. Do you know what? I couldn't get behind Hinch, and it's only because the prompts, man. Like, I don't even, as you were saying earlier, it's so hard just to bloody spark up a conversation with yeah. somebody. But to sit there and set up Hinge and have to yeah. spark up that conversation with yourself, yourself internally literally to try and work out what the hell you even want yeah you know? like I feel like my prompts are dumb as well like what I've written like I feel like Loki they're a little bit too serious I don't know actually yeah. I can't really quite I remember I feel like what... maybe me and you need to like sit down and read our prompts because you've got like quite serious quite like lovely ones and mine is just stupid mine's like third nipple weirdly attracted to Greg Wallace and but my simple it, pleasures are making breakfast with a big knife. But isn't that the whole point? <laughs> oh yeah. The whole point is that the fact that you're not the same people, are you? That's you're showing true. a flavour of your personality. But I don't think mine shows my personality. No. Well, how are you meant to? Over I, an app? This is for a the digital thing. screen. <laughs> and this is also a conversation. How do we show our personalities? Like, maybe it's just best to meet people out in the world, but then it kind of narrows down. Mm-hmm. To meet people because who am I seeing people at university people at work and none of those people are attracted do you not shit where you eat as well (laughs) exactly (laughs) I don't want to date any of those people um so yeah um, when Medi said that by the way she didn't mean you weren't you know you're very attractive people just not attractive for me exactly it's all very subjective so you fly your flag (laughs) (laughs) okay so what about you Mal any dates? No, no, none. And not in a very long time, because I feel like I've been scarred by it, to be fair. Yeah. Especially being gay man, um, grinder man. Like, you guys have got Hinge, which sounds so pure and lovely. Grinder, what a meat market. I know, you've let me have a scroll through before. It's so bad. And it's not a place for dating, it's a place yeah. for hookups. Hookups. Yeah. And it's just wild, wild. Yeah. I had a man actually message me on Grindr. This is why I got rid of it, so I've not had Grindr in six months. I had a man message me at half ten at night asking me if I wanted to come around and wrestle. Yeah, literally. <laughs> asking how strong I was and asking me to come around and wrestle. And do you know what? It happened so many times that one time I said yes. What I said yes. And I was, oh, I, it, this is a thing with Grindr. If you say yes to somebody, you've got a small window of opportunity. <laughs> A very small window of opportunity to either meet this person, invite them back to yours, or get to theirs. Because everyone gets bored so quickly. So you'll be speaking to somebody maybe for like 15 15 minutes, half an hour, maybe an hour, and then silence. And do you know what happens? I do it to people. (laughs) They do it to me. It's tit for tat at this point. But yeah, so I was like, yeah, go on then. I'll wrestle you. You know, you're a 40 year old man. You look pretty stocky. You know, you're not my type, but I've got nothing else on. (laughs) Might as well. Um, And then he was like, right, okay, is your place free? And I'm thinking to myself, no, I am not inviting a 45 year old man to come around and wrestle in my living room. Why do you suggest (laughs) if he's expecting 
for you to be. Do you know what? I gave him options. I said we could meet in the park. It's two in the morning. Nothing's going to happen. Let's have a little wrestle on yeah, the park. Yeah, have a little wrestle on the park. A little wrestle in the dark. But, yeah, and then that was it. I got blocked straight away. And do you know what? I'm happy I did because I didn't really want to mm. do it. I, I mean, was just saying was yes because I was bored. That seems like a scary avenue to go down. Oh, but that's not the first time. I had... Um, you may be listening to this out there. God knows what your name is, but I've seen your face. Um, I had a I had a lad from the University of Sheffield. In fact, he was on the well. Supposedly, he played rugby. I can't. I don't know how true this was. Um, but invited me out to uh, the Ponderosa at uh, like half one or two in the morning to come oh. and meet some of his buddies to go and um, have a bit of a do up. He said he was speaking to somebody else at that time as well on Grinder, so clearly he chose a better option. Another another 18, 18 person body. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that scares me. Ponderosa's like famously dark. What's Ponderosa? You know where Crooks Valley Park is and Western yeah. Park? It's on the opposite side. So it's the park on the opposite side. Oh, it's a park. Yes, it's a park. It's yeah, it's yeah. Another park. It's like yeah. a park and like a wooded area, and it's like famously not got any no, it's very dark. In it. oh. It's in a very dodgy area. If you yeah. don't know already, we're based in Sheffield, and th- these are different areas in Sheffield. Yeah, what we're talking about. Areas that you shouldn't meet for a wrestle. No, no, no. I don't think it's late night wrestle. We ad- advocate for safety <laughs> here on this podcast. Always, but I will just say as a PSA to anybody that what I might say later is very triggering. <laughs> Just due to the fact that I've lived my life on the uh, on the edge on the edge on the wilder side of um, safety, but I'm sure we'll get to why that is later. So, should we have a little look at our confessions this week? Go on. Yeah. Ooh, saucy. (laughs) I've copied and pasted a couple. Okay, this one is just an awkward one. It's just an awkward situation. Okay. This might be a bit difficult to read because I haven't edited it. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, I beg you read it. <laughs> okay, where am I starting from? Just start from the beginning. Every time I think about this. Okay, one. so here we go, guys. <laughs> Every time I think about this date, it makes me cringe my skin out, man. For reference, I'm a girl, but around this time I was 20. I met a guy on Tinder and I went to meet him. On chat, he was so sweet and lovely and someone who you'd, who you'd bring home. Little did I know he was so socially awkward and he admitted to not having friends because all he wanted was grade A's and a degree in Cambridge. Fair play, okay, fair play. Yeah, no, okay. a very, someone who he's is driven, motivated. Yeah. He's got ambition. I can't relate. Mm, he's just not got anyone to share that ambition with just yet. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure he, everyone has friends. Everyone has, oh yeah, I guess. Maybe, maybe I'm being out, or... maybe I'm out of touch or something or... I guess it's... Maybe, oh, maybe we should open the question up to your listeners, to be fair. Does everybody have friends? <laughs> does everyone have friends? Blanket <laughs> does everyone have friends? Do you have friends? If you have friends, message Yeah, let us know. Yeah, let us know in, yeah. So, right, so she goes on to say, now I'm a proper bubbly, outgoing extrovert, and he was the opposite. Now she's put that in all caps, okay. so that's worrying already. Yeah. But I didn't know this until I met him. I dressed up all cute. Oh god, she's added three E's to that. She oh, must have been looking good. She, she was looking good. Oh, here we go. Makeup, lashes, nails, everything. And he rocked up in. Oh, ellipsis. Dot dot dot. Blue straight leg jeans, slazenger running trainers, a top and a hoodie wrapped around his hip. Okay, okay. I feel like that is a, an attack. I feel like. Do you not think that's an attack? I was just gonna say. 
at least the jeans weren't skinny. Yeah. They were yeah. straight legged. Plus, like, and also, also it's a first, where were they going? I'm not offended by these Sazinger no. trainers. That's that's somewhat retro. I mean, it's I, I'm not offended by them. I will go ahead and say I am someone who will look at someone on a date and be like, "Why have you worn that?" Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. I will always do that. Yeah, I do judge what you wear on a first date, but also that won't stop me from dating you oh, no. unless you're walking up in a thong or something. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. not gonna be like. He wore Saturn to the trainers, I so went, I can't date you. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit weird, isn't it, actually? Yeah. yeah. I went on a date <laughs> around summertime last year with someone that me and my friends were called Metal Man because he absolutely loved heavy metal and he wouldn't shut up. <laughs> but I turned up and, like, okay, we were meeting at a park and it was oh, summer. This is that date you went on. And yeah. it was summer. So we were like, you know, it's okay to wear kind of like something a little bit like summery yeah, like whatever. short sleeves he turned up yeah. in those like you know those like gym shorts that comes like here oh like the sh- uh, oh like uh, the booty like yeah, gym shorts tight and a wife beater tight tight and a wife beater he was stocky he was a gym lad metal gym lad and when we that left was the first the date, date when we left the date I realised throughout the date that I was laughing at him more than I was with him oh. and when we left the date he just turned to me and went, you're sick. And I got back home and I told my housemate and I was like, I don't know whether he means you're sick, as in like, you're so cool, or like, you are you're sick. sick. For laughing at you me. You are sick. <laughs> I'm inside You've your been head. sat here for two hours laughing at me. You're fucking sick. I mean, at least you did. If you are listening, metal, <laughs> metal lad, then... Metal lad. Metal lad. Maybe don't wear shorts. And maybe... And a tank top. Yeah. But don't take it too much to heart. I'm sure Holly yeah. likes it, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. But then, yeah. so Slazenger trainers, I'm not offended by them. I'm not offended by the hoodie around No, waist. I'm not either. Do you know what? I think he's just dressing like a typical uni student. Yeah. Mm. I mean, as she said, about 20 years old. I mean, I mean also, I'm 25, so like... He could have wore something much worse if, some, if, yeah. if he's not very social. He literally could have wore something much worse. I mean, I think she went a bit above and beyond really because she had the nails the lashes and everything and we're not dissing you confidential anonymous <laughs> giver of the information yeah but it's a lot isn't it to be getting that dressed up for a date mm. I don't know would you agree I think yeah. I get dressed up for dates for a first date yeah, I definitely not, get dressed up not it depends what we're level. doing I mean, if the, well, we need to find out. I'd, well, I'd like to know where they met, to be fair, because it doesn't say where they went. Read on, let's tough. read on, let's read Sorry, on. Yeah, so anyway, <laughs> Sorry, yes, anyway. As we've just been saying that, she does go on to say, now, I don't judge a book by its cover, but this had me a little worried. See, look, at least she's admitting it. Yeah. Um, so as the date goes on, I get mixed vibes. Like, do I like him? Do I not? I don't know. I mean, we all get that. And then she yeah. put, now, we come sit on a bench in the park. Okay, so she put lashes on and makeup and nails to go on for a walk with him. <laughs> and he's the one in the wrong for wearing a slazenger. Yes, I am judging. <laughs> um, so we come sit on this park bench. He leans in for a kiss and this guy eats my whole chin. Oh, oh no! Yeah, this oh, is wait, oh, this wait, oh, this wait. This is brilliant. So what got me mad was that he swung my legs onto his lap came on top and kissed me more. Now, what time was oh. this? Was this midday? Were their children about? Were their families walking through yeah. the park? Oh, so she's just said, I did sli- I did lightly push him off, but girl, the park we were in was busy. Yeah. 
somebody else yeah yeah <laughs> literally like i i can't deal with pda and i feel awkward especially on first dates if they go in to kiss me and we're outside i'm like why because not, usually i'm like usually i don't mind having a kiss on the first date but mm. it's where we are it, it just feels exactly. a bit awkward it just feels i'm always awkward. like so like when people are into because i'm not really but when people, when you're with someone that is, I always get so anxious that like someone I know is gonna come around the corner. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And you're just in an yeah. embrace, and I'm like, yeah. they're oh, just gonna spot me. So awkward. They're just gonna spot me. But yeah, I think yeah, I think that's a lot to get on top of someone in a busy park. I mean, I feel for her as well because she goes on to say, lastly, like, I'm a brown girl, but I've never been red in my entire life. <laughs> I went home, cried to my mum, and blocked him. Do you know oh, what, sis? Oh. You made the fucking right decision. I think, yeah, it seems like you weren't a match. If the trainers weren't enough, God! Yeah. yeah, I mean, it seems like you weren't a match because you didn't... He was... He wasn't sociable, and it sounds like you were... You are sociable. Or maybe he was a bit too sociable, a bit too confident towards the end. The next concept that I picked... I once shagged a girl and accidentally ripped open. I'm really, really sad that he used this word, but ripped open her fanny. Oh God! Have respect. Come on. That so is the next worse. day, I don't know why I did have to say it twice. The next day, um, she had to go to the hospital and get the inside of, and then he goes to say fanny again, stitched up. I just hate the word fanny. No, Please do. don't use that word. I don't like Unless it. it's your aunt fanny. I think, it's completely yeah. <laughs> acceptable. I think, you know what it is? It's not that word. I think it's the context of a straight man using it. <laughs> yeah. I hate that. I don't like it. It makes me cringe. Yeah, definitely. It really makes me cringe. Well, does that not, did, cool, yeah, well, I know. And also, does that, does that confession not seem a little bit too, um, I mean, obviously it's anom anonymous, but does that not seem a bit like... Not even just belligerent, but a bit like, oh, look at what I could do with my massive yeah. penis. <laughs> my cock is so really big. Really <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right, mate, calm it down. But really and truly, what happened was he wasn't turned on enough. And then that's probably what happened. Probably it was too dry. Or maybe he just and then use lubrication, exactly, people. She wasn't lubricating. So he probably should have used... Lube. Lube is your friend, not your enemy. And yes, it is a little bit expensive, but do you want to have a good time? Would you want to be going to A&E? <laughs> I mean, she went to A&E. That is oh, really upsetting. Sorry, Christ. girl. I hope you've healed, and I hope you've blocked whoever said this anonymous confession. Yeah, he gives me bad vibes. Yeah, don't like I'm that feeling man. It. I don't I'm like that man. Mal, any confessions of your oh, own? Oh, yeah, do you go think? on. Oh. Have you got anything yeah. you'd like to talk to us about? Well, back to Grinder, if yeah, you may, just for a brief interview. So, when I was about 17, 18, um, I was talking to this guy on Grinder, and I lived in the Northwest at this time, so my dad was in the army, so I was speaking to this guy um, 
and he said he was he was on the army barracks that my dad was on and I was like oh okay we're speaking for a while I think we met up once nothing really happened just on a nice drive and had a good chat it was really wholesome um, and then one night he invited me to come back to the barracks with him and obviously I used to live on the barracks when I was a kid so it's the mm. same barracks and I kind of was in that flitty stage of being like a young gay man of just being like no I'd rather be with someone that's closer or like I can't be bothered you know just ignoring people thank god I did <laughs> so basically what happened was I was speaking to this guy for a very long time on and off and we just kind of cut ties in a sense obviously he'd invite me back to the other banks to come stay in his room um, I get home one night from work and my mum is sat in the kitchen laughing and my dad's there making a cup of tea looking very sheepish and my mum's like oh your friend's just been round I won't name any names um, and it was him he dropped my dad off from the army barracks so clearly they didn't I didn't know that he knew my dad and Obviously, my dad didn't know he knew me because obviously I'm not going to tell my dad about my life. He's a bloody but big butch army man. He has said something. Because so your here's said the your thing. So him. my mum knew what he looked like because I'd shown my mum a picture because I'd spoken I to my see. mum about the situation. He came into the house, saw a picture of me, realised it was my dad, mentioned to my mum, but did it in front of my dad. And obviously, my dad didn't know he was gay. Okay. On top of that, right? So this gets even more weird. Mm -hmm. So there was some sexing going on between me and him. And every time we would have that kind of situation, he'd be like, oh, it's all right, my roommate's out or my roommate's asleep. Little did I know his roommate was my dad. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Can you imagine? Imagine if Can I'd you gone imagine around. if you've gone to the barracks and been like, right, I'm like gonna hook up with this guy, like it's all kind of like a bit like incognito, yeah. no one knows. And your dad's like My dad just walks in, could you imagine? Fast asleep in the bed opposite. Absolutely traumatizing. Oh my God. No, but he was Thank texting you and your fuck. dad was asleep in the same room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so crazy, awesome. isn't it? But what do you do? What do you know what I mean? At that point, yeah. I was like, never speaking to you again. Yeah. So I did, and no, just like gone. So fair, just like cut him out. Because no, I'm sure we can all agree we do not want our relationships infringing. Oh, so well for me anyway. I do not like my relationships infringing on different areas of my life. And oh, family no, is especially one of them. I think yeah. separation is good. <laughs> Keep the things separate. I mean, I feel like. In terms of dating, no, no one in my family really asks me. No. I think my mum is a bit awkward about stuff. Yeah. Like, I feel like she's a bit awkward, and like, I think we've just grown up just not really talking about it. Like, I feel like me and my sister sometimes occasionally talk about it, but no one really asks me, oh, are you dating anyone or whatever. My mum is sick of it, so I am normally very open with her, and I tell her who I'm dating. Yeah. And there have been so many now. That she's this is like, why <laughs> Polly, I actually don't want to hear about it anymore. Yeah. Apparently, my brother has said to my mum, I don't want to hear about anyone that Holly's dating until we meet him, until yeah. he's like serious enough to bring home. My brother's girlfriend absolutely loves Do you think a you've got a problem, Holly? <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. The last time I was dating someone, I sent my mum a picture of him. She goes, Oh, he's got a really, he's got really kind eyes. Please don't fuck about with this one. Oh, <laughs> your mum's saying it. You know it's bad. Oh, no, but she doesn't want to hear anymore. But on at Christmas, at Christmas, my mum. And me went to the pub on Christmas Eve and we got wankered. 
and my best well, girl you mates. Say something else then. My best girl <laughs> mates from home were with us. So it yeah. was like me, my two best mates, and my mum. And we had a lot of wine to drink, and my mum then started asking about my dating life. And she was like, she's very invested in it because she's drunk. And then she goes, Holly, how long's the longest relationship you've ever had? And I go, like, 10 months. And she's like, well, that's why I don't want to hear about your dating life anymore. <laughs> she goes, because I am exactly the same. She was like, before I met your dad, I couldn't hold down a relationship longer than 10 months. And we're exactly the same. I know what I was like. And if you're anything like me, I don't want to hear about oh, it. Wow. <laughs> well, this so, is the thing. When, I don't know, I think it's like our generation. When do you tell your parents? Unless, because mm. I feel like I can't tell my parents until I know this guy, until they're basically my boyfriend. Like, until I know this guy is going to be my boyfriend, I just feel like, what's the point in telling you? Because one, one minute, and then also it gets me excited. I'm like, oh, I've met this person, blah, blah, blah. Then they ghosted me. Like, yeah. what's the point? Or then they've just disappointed me. What's the point in actually... Mm. Like, when do you guys tell your parents? Because I don't know when to tell my family members that I'm seeing someone. On the opposite end of that, and to come PSA trigger warning warning about um, different types of family and familial struggles Mm, and stuff like that, but I don't speak to my mum and dad. Like, you know this, I don't. And for me, when I... It's kind of the reason I put off dating people, to be fair. When I when you have that first date and you're having those conversations about family and life it's like where do I begin yeah what yeah. when do I begin to let let this person know because obviously when you go on a date it's your first meeting that person you're not meant to be laying your soul bare you know you're just meant to be yeah. getting to know that person and in that sense I'm like am I going to scare these people away I'm going to scare them away by saying that like I don't have a family and like I'm just kind of out here on my own mm. and I'm searching for the love I've never got as, as a child <laughs> and you're saying all this and like and it's like well I'm looking for my for, I'm not, not to sound like an absolute crazy person but you know you're looking for that forever person yeah. well, maybe you're not you don't everyone's looking for something different yeah. you're looking for that person mm. to share your life with all that time with as an experience and enjoy it but you know when you've not got that familial structure it's kind of hard to be in that situation where you might have somebody sat there talking about how great their mum is, how great their dad is, how they go on holidays with their family, or later down the line they're like, oh, we're inviting you around for Christmas and stuff like that, and then their family asks about your family, and you just kind of, you've got a, you've got a toe the line between, do I just lay myself bare and explain everything so I just don't seem weird or not, normal which is completely normal to have different familial structures and not have people around you know it's completely fine everyone has a different upbringing and all that situation but it could go the opposite way which it has done sometimes for me where i just don't say anything and then that starts to build up because you're seeing these people have this lovely relationship with their family and you're being invited to all these things and you can't give back to that person what they're giving to you in that respect yeah, I yeah. feel like with situations so listeners, what you like doing? that, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. I think like, I don't know, I don't really have, like, I don't think that you're, like, searching for advice, but if, like, oh, I'm she's going to give it anyway, No, but I'm not even going to give, like, <laughs> advice, as I say. We're not here to give but, advice, just no, to, like, we're just, just here to, to shut on shit. You yeah. have a very lovely, kind of, network of people around I you. Do. I do, I do, I do. Who are kind of 
family-esque. Oh, they are my family. I think I've found to, like, I found that I kind of gravitate towards people who have, like, similar families that I do, like, with yeah. dating. I've, I do like dating people with, like, my family, like, my parents are divorced, but they've got very lovely partners. Yeah. I quite like dating other people who have that kind of structure, that kind of like divorced parents, because yeah. there's that kind of shared like experience. experience. Yeah, definitely. And it's like something to get off on like the right foot with. I think, yeah, and you were talking about like bearing your soul on the first date. I feel like I've done that though. I don't know, I feel like I've done that, but I kind of assess the vibe. Yeah, but following on from that, like <laughs> this happened to me, and you remember this, this happened to me, um, maybe just before, yeah, a few months before Christmas, but I basically met this guy at the Washington. Mm -hmm. um, we're not gonna name any names, because this GDPR, and also this is my version of events. Yeah. This, is, this is how I saw it going, so this is no malice against anybody. Um, but basically, this was in my, my boundaries era, like I finally realized that I needed to stop placating people, and I needed to stop going on dates, and as you just said, just saying whatever I thought the other person wanted to hear or whatever they wanted me to be and just yeah. pigeonholing myself into that until things just dissolved into nothingness. Um, but we ended up meeting at the Washington and I met him and I was very drunk and I was like, do you know what, I really want to go on a date with you. So we went on a date and like, I just literally just, like, just literally said, "These are, I don't want to really want to, I want to take things slowly. I don't want to have sex with you just yet. I just want to spend time with you and get to know you. We spent a week together, he stayed in my bed, we went bowling, we did stuff like that. Never had sex, you know, just very wholesome content all around, guys. Yeah. Um, but then, after a week of like spending time with him and getting, like, we didn't speak about anything serious, there was a point where it nearly happened and I said, look, I don't want this to happen. Mm. I want us just to be two human beings existing at this point, not discussing trauma, not discussing anything like that. I just want us to have a bit of fun and have this experience and see where it leads. Yeah. So as I said, it was just a week. Yeah. Um, after the week, I thought, you know what? I don't really see this going anywhere, yeah. but I have had a lovely time. So I was away at this point and I thought, I can't leave him hanging. So I did, oh, I feel really bad about this. What did you do? Oh, but I was away, I was away. So it wasn't like I could just be like, oh, do you want to go to a coffee shop and talk? I had to message him because I couldn't leave him hanging. Because yeah. yeah. there's the thing, guys. Tell us what you think. Just send us some info. Answer this question for us. <laughs> if you are away and you don't want to leave someone hanging, you don't want to leave someone hanging. What do you do? Because you you need to yeah. rip the bandaid off yeah. there. And, and you then. can't be waiting forever. I no. broke I broke up with one of my boyfriends over the phone, but I couldn't physically be there. No. You, you know, know what, what I mean? Sometimes you. Just I wait to... every time. Really? <laughs> really? But I think that's worse. <laughs> It is worse. It is worse. It's worse. <laughs> my, my, sorry, you didn't finish the story. Do you want to finish? Yeah. So, so basically. I'll, I'll pocket and say it. Um, but basically, so I messaged him and just said, look, I, I don't think this is working out between us. I've had a really lovely time with you. You know, it's only been a week. Mm. Oh no. Oh no. Oh fuck. The uproar was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I had silenced him supposedly. I wasn't allowed to talk about his, um, his trauma had led him on. Um, there was one point where he mentioned something about the fact that his relationship with his ex had ended really badly and I hadn't allowed him to open up about that and yeah. he was still recovering from it and I had, I had basically put him back to step one of being able to get back out there and see oh, people. Fuck. 
and that really that I was destroyed for weeks mm. for weeks because I felt like a villain like a bad person and it took me such a long time to realise that he wasn't in the wrong and I wasn't in the wrong yeah things could have been done a lot differently but at that stage it was like oh my god all I'm doing is hurting people and it really that put me that put me steps behind as well but then there's the, like and, and I know you've just pocketed but I need to say this one as no, well so go on, this go happened on. just before Christmas so I got so as gay as gay people do it always bloody happened you're out at the pub your friends there and they go oh I know a gay person <laughs> oh I know someone that's a bit like you so you never get to meet this person but they go like you know what I'll set you up on a date and I thought I've had this happen so many times maybe I'll trust the universe and maybe I'll just say yes so I said yes I saw some pictures of him not gonna lie, those pictures were taken years ago. He looked nothing like he oh, did when I met him. So met him on the first, and this is the opposite, right? Boundaries were gone here, mate. I was buddy, I was off on one. Um, so we went on this date to Bunker, went to Cuckoo, went all over mm. Sheffield. Got love Cuckoo. Oh, I love Cuckoo. <laughs> Cocktails, man. Big up Preston, there's also one there. Um, so basically, I was like, I just, uh, I wanna go home. I don't wanna have sex with this person. I just yeah. wanna. You know, as I said earlier, let's have a good time. He ends up inviting me back to his, and I was like, oh, and he's like, we'll get some food, and you can just stay the night. Very drunk, got food, we ended up having sex. Okay. And when you're having sex with someone, you're in a vulnerable position, you really are. Yeah. You really are, <laughs> come on. You can't, you can't be using that against people when you're having sex. You know, it's bloody, it's horrible, it's okay. horrible. So I, oh, I don't care, I'm a loud bitch when I'm having sex. So I left that situation, and I thought, you know what? really lovely guy really lovely guy but i don't again i don't really see us going anywhere you know you're doing your thing i'm doing mine and basically i he was in edinburgh so it was another situation where i had to message because he kept messaging and i was like oh god i feel really bad like this isn't fair he was asking to meet up i don't want to lead him on so i just said look i'd like to speak to you when you get back but i don't see this going anywhere that night that I messaged him i'm in work i come out of work and they're all sat in my place of work him and the girl that got us together and all his mates who yeah. I also thought were my friends so I sit down with my head chef and all I can hear them talking about in this empty beer garden is the noises I was making during sex oh. that I, I was, was like where is this going yeah, that I was a liar oh, for fuck that me. I lied to him that I led him on how I would it's, just say like I just feel like in these situations especially when it's like a week one day yeah. A couple of days, you mm. don't owe anyone anything. Exactly. Like, I mean, and then letting someone know, I feel like ghosting is rough. So, letting yeah. someone know, look, I'm not interested anymore, I don't want to go on any more dates, that's really nice. But I think, yeah, like, you definitely don't owe an explanation to anyone mm. either. Like, some people are just really, but yeah, no, um, some people are just odd. Some people are just really, mm. like, um, what's it called? intense yeah. like i think they don't accept rejection i mean no or one accepts just rejection self-awareness well. no one accepts rejection well no. but like but her, that's what it is isn't yeah it? That's what but just like say, chill just chill like try and accept rejection some of those people need to just reflect on themselves and think okay yeah. I've been rejected this time. Let's move on, or yeah. let's take a break. Yeah, maybe you, maybe you need to take a break yeah. from dating <laughs> if you're gonna be acting like that. But um, the story I was gonna say is, 
To be fair, it's very different though, because we were together. Oh, come for, on, like, bro, hold on. It's like three years we were together. Like, no, it was it wasn't a relate it was a relationship. Mm. But um I had tapped out. I feel like this happens to a lot of women. You tap out and then you don't say you don't say anything like mm. and it was a long distance relationship, so I was just like, Oh, I'll just leave it and then also his birthday was coming up and I was like it was in between because our birthdays were close together so he came and saw me and we had like a conversation like about just about the relationship and I was just like yeah I'm just I'm just not vibing like I'm just not loving it I can't really remember because this was so long ago now then we went to uni then it was his birthday and then i was like okay i'll just break up with him after his birthday like after we do yeah, something for his birthday i'll just break up with him but then because i had been essentially talking to my friends to be fair this is not fair i'm just remembering now because this was not fair because i hadn't decided yet i was going to break up with him but i had been talking to one of my friends about like how i, I hadn't been up, i hadn't been happy and whatever and then she <laughs> this situation is crazy she told oh his mate oh no so she told his friends that I was oh. unhappy but she said that he the mate who didn't like me had said oh um so and so my ex isn't happy with with Madeline like isn't happy at the moment and then she was like, oh yeah, well, she isn't happy either. And then she basically said like, oh, blah, 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 blah. She's like, really, she's not vibing at the moment, blah, blah, blah. And then my ex was like, should we just, she, like, she, like, cause I was like, oh, we need to meet up and we need to, yeah. we need to talk. And he was like, mm. should we even bother? And to be honest, no, I'm glad we, we did meet up in the end, but like, fucking hell, like, did he just want me to break up with him there and there? Like, yeah. Like three years over text, I feel like that's really rough. But maybe I wonder what would have when happened. When you said about this whole birthday thing, yeah, staying with each other but, until but there's the never a good time, is there? Yeah, it's your birthday, birthday, their mum's birthday, their fucking second cousin so Maru's birthday. I, uh, it's Christmas. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. It's never a good time. I, I think just when you decide that you're not oh. loving it, just break up with them. Yeah, I think I made a bit of a horrible choice with one of my exes. He, I was up in Sheffield. He was living down in Bristol. Mm. His birthday was coming up, which is around Halloween, and we went. We were meant to be going to this big Halloween party, and it was his birthday, right? So, I'm already like not very happy with the situation, but I'm like, it's his birthday. We're invited to this thing. Do you know what I gave him for a birthday present? fucking pillow with my own face on it I gave him a pillow with my own face on it and then I broke up with him about two weeks later over the phone and he messaged me he was very upset and then he messaged me and was like do you want the pillow back did you get uh, it back? I was like, you can burn it if you like. Like, I'm a prick. <laughs> like, no. why are you giving a picture of my face? <laughs> why would you do that? I don't know. Why would you do Maybe that? Hi there, miss me forever. Maybe it was kind of like... You literally could have got him anything. I know that I'm going to break up with you. Do you know what? That takes... Keep this to that, remember that, that, me. <laughs> that literally, that takes the biscuit. That doesn't take the biscuit, that takes the whole fucking cake tin. That gives go home and cry into your pillow a whole new meaning. <laughs> Yeah. You just dumped him, he's gone home to cry, but what's he what? crying into? Your face. <laughs> well, you're smiling. And 
I need to know what the face looked like. Were you smiling? Was it like, was it like a wink? I can't <laughs> give you this. A pretty much a representation. It was me kind of like this. Do it to the camera. Do it to the camera so we know. Oh, perfect. <laughs> That's yeah. really mean. That's <laughs> really mean. mean. I feel like I feel like I haven't been that mean. But let me know if if you got any of my exes. Just let me know if I have been mean. But I don't think I've been. I think the last time I was kind of mean was I kind of led someone on and that was Loki recently I basically we were talking for a bit and then I was like really slow with my reply so I thought he would get the hint but then he didn't and then I just had to be like look this isn't happening like (laughs) I had to be like look this isn't happening anymore like I'm not interested anymore but like I don't think we match but like have a good one and then he didn't open it for ages and I was like oh I think I may have hurt but as you were saying earlier, it's not. Uh, we do have some responsibility to make sure that you know we're looking after other people's mental health and making sure that everyone's safe. But when it comes to emotions, you know, we can't control somebody else's emotions. That's he not was, in our I control. I didn't think he was that invested until. It's the hard. Way you he... don't. You never know, do you? Yeah. Do you think? Half the time, I don't think people are interested in me until I leave a situation. Yeah. I mean, I was yeah. in, when I was in Paris recently. Um, I got hit on a, a few times at this club and obviously different culture over there and obviously I can't speak very good French so it was my friend <laughs> who Holly knows very well um, oh god I just used names <laughs> we'll bleep it we'll bleep it we'll so basically he was having to translate for these people that were trying to talk to me mm. but I'm so awkward in those situations I don't think I don't have that very high like my self-worth isn't that very high Let's try again. My self-worth is not that high, so I don't view myself as someone that people will come on to. So I just didn't realise. Yeah. And then these people would just like, mid-conversation, just walk away. So obviously, you can't work the you know, French exit, mm. culture, whatever. <laughs> and he'd be looking at me like, you dickhead, what are you doing? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, they would, uh, all they were doing was asking questions about you. And you weren't replying. And I'm like, well, I can't. First of all, don't speak French. <laughs> Second of all, he was like my interpreter. But it gets to that point, doesn't it? Where you're just a bit like, oh, what the fuck Yeah, I think... Here? Yeah, I think it's difficult. I think that's definitely one thing that I want to work on. Like, a lot of self, self-love self and just value myself more. Oh, well, I can run through them quickly if you want, but I won't give you full details. I'll just run through them really quickly. Yeah. Um, Grinder again, back in Prague when I was into railing. Very good, Grinder, if you're into railing. Have fun out there, guys. (laughs) Um, Met an Austrian boy who I thought was French, but it turns out he was Austrian, but he was French-Austrian, so it was all good. It was meant to to go back to his hotel, but he lied and said he had a hotel when actually he had a hostel, which he was showing his brother, but his brother didn't know he was gay. So when and had sex, what? yeah. So when and had had sex in uh, in the in the opening of an NCP car park, oh. and as we were finishing up, uh, a car drove in to come down. <laughs> but it wasn't like it was like a proper just like street with the car park just a little bit in with a big um, shutter. So obviously it was just off the place. It was literally just like you turn into the houses to get down into the thing. So like the guy fully saw what was going on. Um, I was dating a guy when I was six. I'm just running through this. Yeah, no. Dating a guy when I was 16 who dumped me because I spoke to someone else while we were in the talking stages. 
So while we're in the talking stages, I went and met somebody and had sex with them. But I say talking stages, we've been talking for a week and nothing was really going anywhere. Yeah. We were just like, we were, I didn't even know he was gay at this point. But he dumped me a year later because he found out that I'd had sex with that guy before we got together. And he dumped me oh. in a chippy in Blackpool. <laughs> um, I was just going to say, yeah, how do we feel about finding out that your partner was talking to someone else or having sex with someone else whilst you were in the talking stage? How do we feel about that? I'm fine with that. I am as well, <laughs> because we've not made any commitment. If you've not made any commitment. But what if, what if it's serious? Like, what if we've, you've gone on how 10 days? We just said how serious, it was literally a week. <laughs> no, no, I'm not talking about you. Oh, I'm not oh, you. But I'm saying, fair, as a talking point, um, how do we feel? Do you know what? This is weird for me, okay? Because I went on a date with... Oh God, I do actually go on a lot of dates, didn't I? <laughs> um, but I, it's fine. This is a dating podcast. I went on a date with somebody and... We went on one day and I thought, because we, in a sort of capacity, worked together with the university, I didn't want to disrespect this person. Mm. So in my mind, it was kind of like, you know, it was not a, you know, a firm thing, but like, oh, we've, we've gone on two dates now, whatever, rah, rah, rah. Um, and his housemate messaged me and was like, oh, do you want to come back to mine? And I was like, no, I don't feel right doing that because obviously you're together. Got very awkward about it because I thought, oh god, I can never go on a date with this guy again because I've spoken to his housemate, whatever. And then found out from everybody else like a week later that I knew when within the same capacity that he didn't give a shit and he was going on dates anyway. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's yeah. that kind of if these conversations are going to be had, they have to be had straight away. Yeah. Because I guess it's different for everybody, isn't it? Because for me, I'm ready to just lay it down. I My life is yours. I will die for you. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? no, the same. Like I feel scared to ask. Like, so where is this going? Because I don't want them to think like, fuck. Like, I don't know what I want them to yeah, think. To you be don't, you don't want I want to be like mysterious yeah. and like mm. not. I like I don't care. I don't care. And really, truly, I'm just waiting for them to reply. I'm like, when? When will this person reply? Like, yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. keep looking at my phone. Like, but um, yeah. I think yeah. Until there's a until you say. I want you to be my girlfriend, then I can't lie. I'm yeah, be... then I think it's fair game. Yeah. As long as you're doing it in a respectful way. And if they ask, then you don't lie. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, definitely. Yeah, if you, I've had relationships where we've been sleeping with other people. Yeah. And we've yeah. actually been, been together. Yeah. But we've been honest. Yeah. To a point. But, you and know. Just for everyone out there, not saying anything is also lying. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. agreed. Agreed. It's also a lie. Yeah. I think it is. That's that's dishonesty. That is. If they ask, Wait. and there's an expectation yeah. of you tell this person that you're you're dating someone else. You know, we're not talking over like a week. We're talking like yeah. You've been on and off. Oh, I've kind of seen this person for like mm. a month. Let's say. I feel like at that point, you should probably yeah at like, least be yeah. honest with them. If you're dating somebody and it's an open relationship and you're going on dates with other people yeah. and you're not telling those other people that you are in a relationship that yeah. is open, you could be... You, yeah, you will. You are leading people on massively there, I yeah, believe. Massively. Yeah, no, I think that's true. No, definitely. I definitely think that's true. And but, I think but not saying a, anything is lying in that sense, isn't it? I would... Yeah. Say, yeah. There's a yeah. safety issue as well yeah. around that as well. Definitely. Like, with health and sexual health. You do need to be letting people know. Um, safety first, people. First. <laughs> Wrap it up. Right. <laughs> yeah. As permission, not forgiveness. You know, I was going to ask you. So, advice 
for the singletons out there, because this is a single podcast. Yeah, yeah. Any advice? Do you know what? I would say, oh God, okay. I would say that you just need to wear your fucking heart on your sleeve. You need to hurt. You need to feel pain. You need to feel love. I think it's all the same thing. I really think it is. And I think there's no point hiding yourself away. Um, Yeah, don't hide yourselves away. Get yourselves out there. If it's not working, say as soon as possible. If it is, tell that person. Do you know what I mean? Like, it is all a growing experience. You may not be with that person for a long time. It may be one night. It may never get off the ground even to that point but at least it's a learning curve and it's an experience and just love yourselves because everyone else is two to three you're the one you know what i mean just love yourselves that's so true it's all about self-love i feel like that's a really lovely point to end it on should we well thank you for having me guys thank you for watching next episode we're going to be going through every single confession, is that yeah. what we're doing? Yeah, we're going to be bouncing off the confession. We've been sprinkling in them in, time. but we're <laughs> going to be going through every single one and talking about every single one. So, tune in for next episode next week. Bye! Bye. Bye. <laughs>